Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I think the following Patreon listeners. Michael Merwin, Rick Browder, Daniel Allardyce, Jonah Levine, Kevin Lovecraft, John H. Perry, Modrigan, Luke Trim, Strugglebus, and Business Wolf Studios. Thanks for giving us your axe. Well, I technically sent, uh, uh, my apprentice. Oh, and and where are they? Uh, they... She has not returned. Hmm? She has not returned. From this mission? Well, yes, but, you know, she might have just gotten tired and took a nap. How, how long ago was this? Ooh, time is a concept <laughs> that we really don't really need to get into. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Podcast Network, where we return, well, we don't return. This is a new game. I, I, Corv, God, I'm sorry, tired. Sorry, <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. Did you just almost yell out Corvid? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, as an <laughs> expletive, you're <laughs> now using the I mean, virus that is trapped us all. <laughs> That's kind of like listeners, guts, like Japanese is, people being like Godzilla. Listeners, this is week like what three of or two or three of know. this whole Time us being no forced meaning. inside thing. And it it looks like it's gonna be another one. I don't know about y'all, oh, but yeah, uh, no, this I've, is that's another I've, month of this at least. Yeah. Yes, until at least until April thirtieth. This is minimum. this is gonna be out of your mind. Minimum. Yeah. Everyone at my office is pretty sure we'll be lucky to be back in June. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Well, so I mean, listeners, I'm going to say again, this is Jesus of the Fanable Podcast Network, here to play so Axes and Anvils, Woo-hoo! a role-playing game yeah. about playing dwarves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best fantasy race ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one disagrees, right? In case anybody was Perfect. wondering, this game was chosen by the GM. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I have just looked behind you. Are you, you in some this? sort of creep show? No, 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 no. Before there were fewer boxes. And I think this is some sort of creep show-esque like like wraparound. Like this is the thing that they keep cutting back to in between the other stories where your boxes get more and more and more. That's, and you that's don't notice. Basically it. No, no, I've noticed. Oh, oh, I've noticed. <laughs> All right. Well, just let us know when you're crushed uh, in this Tetris that is your life. Um, so this is all about dwarves. Yes, this and is a role-playing game about dwarves, actually. It has its own inbuilt setting, of course, but also has rules, if you wished. Uh, rather, certainly robust and interesting rules to basically create your own clan home in this strange world of dwarves. And should be only dwarves, but there's other races like orcs and elves. They're important, too, I guess. They're, they're vital. All right, so, guys, you're all residents of the clan hold of Keening's Vengeance. Named after a muddy dwarf who, centuries before, laid waste to the orcs that lived there after they killed her family. Although more of a hill with thoughts of grandeur than a mountain, the mines beneath offer much in the way of resources. It still has much to offer the young dwarf, hoping to prove their worth to the clan. We are actually coming in on the outer gates of Keening's Vengeance, guarded by two uh, guard dwarves. And walking towards this gate is a familiar sight to these to these dwarves, a dwarf who enjoys uh, going out into the wilder world to explore. A dwarf by the name of Sammy Brewhorn. Uh, who do they see as they come walking in? Uh, they see a uh, dwarf whose uh, best description is of... 
<clears throat> excuse me, uh, short in stature, tall in power, narrow of purpose, and wide in vision, which is to say a short even for uh, dwarven uh, dwarven folk, though they're not comparing themselves to humans. Humans are weirdly tall. He's short for a dwarf, and he's also he's skinny. He has a, a pallid complexion with a, a pox of freckles all over his face, like a Jackson Pollock of freckles all over him, and a shock of red and white hair, like streaks of white uh, going through fire red hair, and a beard that is respectable, but not as robust as other dwarves, but more of a, a, a long um slender uh even though he tries to toughen it up with berry juice and bug carcasses it always comes out kind of looking like Vidal Sassoon hair so it's like long and flowing and so he tries to toughen it up with uh braids and with uh metal like uh, uh metal clips and he has uh again he's not he's not robust he's not a strong dwarf he's not He's wearing very basic leather uh, leather armor, carries with him a satchel, and over his shoulder a um, a uh, a, a uh, in, in, sorry uh, 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 ornate that's what I'm looking for an ornate slingshot and a uh, crossbow. Do we get to start with anything other than our named weapon or? You can start with anything besides your name weapon because it's assumed you have a some sort of melee weapon, some sort of range weapon as well. So you can oh, describe okay. anything so, you yeah. want. So, and uh, a crossbow that also is weighted on the front with studs to also act as a hand-to-hand weapon. And uh, he's trundling down the, the road in um, in very nice leather snakeskin boots that are new. He is known to come back with new... Uh, with new toys, with new things to, for him to dandy about uh, the underground town and show of the things that he got from the top side. And he's waving excitedly. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Uh, the dwarf looks up at you. Uh, one of the guard dwarfs, uh, it's a man and, male and female dwarf on each side. Uh, the female looks at you and is like, Sammy! Hello! Hi! How how are you? How are you in this glorious this glorious day? You look like you've been working out. Is that is that right? You've been doing a, a few more rounds as a guard, or is I'm I do uh, I do the odd push up or two. Listen, uh, Molder needs you for a job. Another one. Oh, I just arrived. I thought maybe I would have a moment to rest, but. Much like you, I have to push myself in order to become a more brusque and buffer dwarf. So I'll she rolls her eyes and then she places a hand on her shoulder. She he also said Ow. it was going to be a bit. It's he it's it's a bit crushing. Uh, it's uh, he also said it was going to be a bit uh difficult. She might need friends. Oh, I've got plenty of those. Freeze frame. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should totally be a narrator. (laughs) Good luck to you. Oh, I don't need luck. I have... (laughs) She pushes me (laughs) Just just inside the door. Yep. Yep. So where do you go? I go to wherever that person's place is. What is it? Omar? Uh, Omar? Mjolnir. You know him as an alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. 
Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Not okay. Got it. Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah. You know him as a person who does a lot of. uh, You know that uh, he's Mjolnir's in the is an alchemist, and he's you know see him know him as a person that's in the scholar sort of like the scholars' role section of the dwarven hold, where people do perform experiments, work on new projects, stuff like that. You head over there, uh, go through uh, numerous uh, tunnels and wider areas. And looking at the beautiful art of the dwarven holds, and you eventually go towards the sh- uh, the alchemist shop of Molnir. You head inside, and you do see him uh, actually uh, talking to another uh, s- someone that seems to be very, very heavily armored. And you would think, oh, just another warrior dwarf, but this uh, female dwarf seems to be talking to Molnir in uh, what some would say like an equal capacity about a particular subject. What subject are you talking to this? Uh, particular dwarf about to, with Mjolnir about uh, Angela um I am talking to Mjolnir about um new metal alloys that we could be using yeah so as they're speaking about metal alloys what do you look like Angela uh so the uh dwarf that he is talking to is Miri Corser uh who is fairly average sized for a dwarf she has um Thick, uh, dark brown hair that she wears um, uh, braided uh, back, uh, simple and sensibly, no extra uh, adornment there. Uh, She is a very plain spoken, plain focused sort of dwarf. She has the her the things that she works on and she's very passionate about that. But otherwise, she's uh, not doesn't have time for a lot of of frivolity and things like that uh she is a one of the armorers of the uh of our clan uh so that is why she's so passionate about metals and and alloys and that sort of thing but she is also a scholar so mary always had her hands are always stained some dark color Either it's soot from working in front of the fires at the armorer, or it's ink from her scholarly studies. So, uh, yeah, so that's who you see as you walk in, uh, Sammy, discussing in depth about metal alloys. Ah, Sammy, welcome. Come in, come in. And you see, you see, uh, Molnir, and Molnir is a uh, relatively tall for a dwarf, uh, dark skin, especially with a- for a hammer. Especially for him, uh, with a thick uh, a beard. He's like, come in, come in, come in. Uh, uh, Sammy, I want you to meet Miri. Miri, Sammy, you're going to be uh, traveling together. Sammy thrusts a hand out at Miri. Hi. It's, dim- it's diminutive compared to what, uh, what uh, Miri has to offer. Just stands there. Mary looks down her her nose at this this person that is standing before her, and she turns back to to Mjolnir and she's like, "I didn't agree to be a babysitter. You're going to need his help because this mission is topside, and there should be one more coming in any moment now." Um, and just as that is said, the door slams open, and in walks or, or tromps or, or really just just trundles in um you ever seen a wooden barrel uh give it a beard <laughs> and that's basically what oh uh, i've had that fantasy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what dundum uh boulder mantle looks like he is a very uh stout dwarf in every sense of the word uh not terribly tall but uh, at least as wide as he is tall um he is wearing 
a thick leather apron over otherwise normal dwarven clothes, whatever it is that dwarves wear. Uh, I assume t-shirts and jeans. And uh, he is, uh, he's got a couple of bandoliers around over his chest, uh, but instead of being filled with knives or anything else, they are filled with little bottles of condiments and seasonings. Uh, across his back is strapped some kind of weapon. You see like what looks like the hilt of a sword coming out from over his shoulder. And he is wide-eyed and uh, and, and kind of uh, staring back and forth. Ah, ah, ah. Yes! And slams the door behind him just as you hear the terrifying wail of something fly past the door. Yeah. Good. Got away from him. I'm gonna kill that priest when I see him. He told me the water was blessed, which is why I use the ghost peppers. If you don't use blessed water, you get ghosts. <laughs> That's amazing. That's Do you want ghosts? Because this is how you get ghosts. <laughs> and that is now officially canon in this universe. This is the best world building in all of fandom. <laughs> In this world, Martha Stewart has a shit ton of umlauts above her name. And she is a goddess untested. <laughs> All right. And Dum Dum, you see before you, Molnir, Molnir, Mir- Dum Dum, welcome. Sammy, Mary. Uh, hey, thrust a hand out. And yeah, Dum Dum just kind of takes it in his big meaty paw. Hey, nice to meet Ow. you. <laughs> Thank you. Ow. Yeah. Now, uh, you are all young dwarves hoping to. Uh, earn credits, uh, uh, add to your ledger for the clan, prove your worth, and I have the perfect mission. Actually, it's, it's adding to your ledger, not credits. I don't know why. I, because... <laughs> <laughs> Just realized we're interns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to give you exposure. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to add a ledger. You add your ledger to the clan, prove your worth, and I have the perfect mission for you. I was supposed to, uh, to be given a, a sort of cask with uh, certain uh, bottles within it with various substances from uh, the nearby town of Rye. A uh, traveler was supposed to go there and someone was supposed to give me uh, the items. For uh, whatever reason, that has not arrived. Although there is indication there has been a trouble in the town. I myself cannot go. I have various experiments I need to uh, take care of. So I'm going to have you uh, go to the town of Rye to see an uh, individual by uh, the name of McGonnell. See, McGonnell? Uh, he will have the information. He works at a uh, tavern. And he's supposed to be the go-between in the town mm-hmm. of Rye. Fair enough. Sounds legit to, to shopping. me. Mm-hmm. And if you encounter any trouble, be careful. But make sure to bring my cask uh, back. It's stuff, items, vital for the functioning of the clan. I mean, sure. And in turn, we'll get credits, you said? I'm sorry, you said something about credits, money, no, gold, okay. No, you're, you'll be added to the ledger. In this culture, basically, if you're a young dwarf, you have to prove yourself to the clan by adding to the ledger. Which you're basically means... about what we do now. Exactly. You are. You are describing exactly. capitalism. Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Which, but this is less this is how less the current situation is capitalism underground <laughs> might be exactly where we're exactly, at. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this is sort of a like you want to prove your worth, get uh get uh get some cred. Uh you do that. Oh, almost uh, almost forgot. Yes. Uh Oh, there's more. Th- yes, yes. I gift uh since your first I think for many of you your first real ledger. I'm going to give you a, a gift to, to help you in case you need it. Uh, if you don't use it, uh, feel free to keep it for other missions. It's a, it's a gift I like to give to young dwarves to help next generation. Uh, and he turns around and he starts to rummaging through like just piles of, of just what looks like to you like crap. Just random stuff like because he has no real organization, just shuffling through things. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, ah, here so we go. unlike the uh, rest of the members of fandom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, for uh, you, uh, Sammy. And he pulls out, you've heard about this. This, uh, it's a, it's a large metal shaft with like a trigger mechanism at the end. You're looking at a gun. I'm sorry, I'm looking at a, a gun. A what? A gun. A, go- a, a gun. Is that with umlauts? <laughs> so many umlauts. This is, uh, this is, uh, relatively new. Uh, good for your to try out uh you put in a metal uh, i immediately ball here. grab it and start looking down the barrel <laughs> yep uh, Where i do not arrow i do not advise you doing that go? when it's loaded but, and, he, and he gives you brief instructions how to it's a basically a breech loaded gun so basically which has one shot mm-hmm. you, yep. one shot you know how like put in a powder yep. blah, yeah, blah, blah, a powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah musket essentially a blunder boost a blunder boost and it has and you have uh, and there are uh here we go three shots and he gives you three metal balls and enough powder for three shots. Three and shots, the gun, shots, shots, shots. The gun it works different from your regular, from your regular slingshot. It mm. does double damage. Ooh, yes. Put that on my character sheet. But you only have the three shots, so use them shots, carefully. Shots, 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 shots. Shot, for uh, let's see here, dum uh, dum. Yes. yes. Uh, for you. Uh, if you are, ah, here we go. And he gets out what looks like a potion with a, something red inside of it. Mm-hmm. And when you, you whisk it around, it's the red liquid starts to twirl, and you hear, and it goes back inside, and you realize it's like a mixture of ghost pepper and something else. Mm-hmm. You uh, drink this, guzzle it down, right now, and uh, not now, not oh. now. But when you when you know you're gonna be fighting, when you know for sure you're gonna be fighting, drink it. Uh, if you hit that first hit, will be uh, full hit. Right. Like, all your strength will be in the blow. Out of character, automatically for that first hit, it's max damage. All right, out of character. Can I also spend a vitality and and, and add my, that bonus damage from my skill? It counts as a hit, so oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to kill some fools. <laughs> yeah. And for uh, for you, Mary, uh, where where is it? Where is it? Ah, uh, here, here it is. Uh, you would might appreciate this. We talked about alloys. Uh... What happens when you put alloys in a ball with gunpowder? You make a grenade. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives right. you one grenade. One grenade. Yep. I call it the uh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Great song. I love that song. Yep. All right. Uh, good luck to you. Uh, don't die. We need all the dwarves we can. Um, Sorry, uh, that what? should be good. No, you know what? You because said, there are many. Just real quick, uh, so you said, and um, and uh, <clears throat> I almost said Baldrin. Jesus Christ, I've been <laughs> listening to too many of uh, Texas games. Uh, 
And Sammy uh, looks around and notices that uh, one of the books that has been knocked open by the old man's rummaging around looks like a ledger and list of names. So you said um, you'd like to help. Have you sent any other dwarves on this mission? Is it we're the first? Right? Right? Well, I technically sent uh, uh, my apprentice. Oh, and and where are they? Uh, they, she has not returned. Hmm? She has not returned. From this mission? Well, yes, but, you know, she might have just gotten tired and took a nap. How, how, how long ago was this? Ooh, time is a concept <laughs> that we really don't really need to get into. Uh, it's, it's been about a month. So it's a rescue mission as well as a acquisition. Sure, but just make sure to get the cask. But a rescue mission, I look around at my uh, compatriots now uh, bound in the ledger. A rescue mission. That's well, that's exciting. The the cask is is important for your research. But uh, the life of a dwarf is is written in the stone that we stand on. It is in the in the soot that we breathe. It is the bellows that feed the fire that fuels our culture. I understand that you don't want to actively ask us to rescue anyone that you sent because what would people say? And he looks <laughs> at the alchemist. <laughs> and who would be here to say it? Roll a d12 for me, my friend. Uh, do you think a primary skill or a secondary skill would help you in this? I do have a D plus d4 on social interaction. Oh, that counts. So it that D twelve plus D about what that means. So that's true. All right. True. So a D twelve mm-hmm. and a D four. Yep. And I want higher. I can't remember. Yep. And this would be untrained. So you need uh, mm-hmm. eight to twelve to succeed. I believe. Yep. All right. Got it. I got a four and a six. So that's a ten. Okay, you succeed. He's like he looks. He just stares daggers at you. And what would one want in order for something like this to not be known? Alchemist fire. To help for a research project. We are but young dwarves and danger lurks in every corner. And as we know, the darkness is what contains the danger. Orcs, goblins, spiders, slimes. Alchemist fire is great for making slimes too. So I'll take it. Alchemist fire for cooking, for cooking, for for research, for cooking. Obviously, obviously. Give me one second. I'm going to the grenade page because there are rules for a fire thing. <laughs> I'm fucking bullshitting, and I love it. Oh lord! If it works, it works. Let's see where is it? Where it is? <laughs> the alchemist fire does not work. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Uh, we're gonna treat it as a grenade, and it, if it hits, it does. Uh, it does ongoing one d six damage. I'm not sure if that's the exact rules, but we're gonna go with it. Okay. Right. Uh, I hand that to Dan immediately, okay. like I'm without hesitation. So, okay. Dan, write that down on your character sheet. Yep, drinking immediately. This <laughs> <laughs> melts in front of us. Oh my god! Oh my god! And the alchemist is like, no, oh, not again, not again. <laughs> All right, so we go. Okay. Right. If anyone else wants to talk to Mjolnir about anything, mm. yeah. he's like, "All right, go, 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 go." 
And you head out and start walking towards uh, the exit. So, exciting. Our, our, our mission to get us in the, the green balance of the ledger. Yes, exact. This is exactly who I wanted to be doing that with. Let's just go. And as uh, Miri steps outside of the um, outside of the alchemist's dwelling, um, she heaves up from the door, or the ground sitting just outside the door. Um, her two weapons, well, one weapon and a shield. She has a a large round shield and a uh, a good-sized war hammer, and she clips them both onto her back. And uh, standing outside in uh, the hallways of the, uh, of the dwarves, you notice that um, you notice that Sammy coughs up. He tries to keep it um, simple and subtle, but it doesn't work. He coughs up a small stone into his mouth and replaces it with another small stone the size of an Altoid. And you recognize that it is a uh, type of... Um, condensed powder that helps a person often a foreigner be able to breathe the soot that that uh propagates the air underground and he keeps it tries to keep it subtle and surreptitiously throw the other stone away all right and cook you mm-hmm. excited for this oh no it's i mean i hear they've got some pretty good grocery shops over there in rye so hey might as well stock up on a few ingredients while we're out there. Now, uh, Jesus, Rye is underground. This is all part of the network, right? Or the, no, no, the this tunnels. is a human. T- Rye, ta- Rye is a human. Town. Yeah, we're going to the surface. Yeah, you're going to the surface. Oh, That's why they needed you. I'm excited for that. All right, so you go past the gates of Keening's Vengeance and start traveling the roads towards the town of Rye, which is three days travel by walking. And yeah, you continue on. Uh, Green. Days, yeah, and so we go topside. We yep. are you are topside. Ooh. What's the method of getting topside from our underground layers? Is there um, like a steady slope up that you like meet multiple checkpoints, or is there some sort of a JTS? sort of yes, sort of like that, but it's more of a like a circular path that goes spirals up during that uh during that ascent. Uh, and also, like as you go up, you do numerous. You do numerous. You do know that there are numerous hidden rooms that, in case people are trying to storm through, they can like just assault with like, with crossbow shots and like pikes and stuff like that. Hot oil and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's yeah. A yeah. Nightmare. All yeah. Right, cool. Cool. Yeah. But eventually, you go out those particular gates, and you go off into uh, the fresh air. <laughs> why people need it. <laughs> Nasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, it smells funny <laughs> you out see here. Me, mm-hmm. You see me surreptitiously again spit out that stone and like throw it away. <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, and the worst part, you don't hear you don't hear the familiar calls of cave lizards. Instead, it's just these flightless these birds like tweeting all over the place. It's weird. Cave lizards. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, just sleep uh, to can, the sound. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, I think it's this way. I say excitedly, too excitedly for a dwarf. Yeah, sure. Lead the way. And you begin your travels to the town of Rye, which I'm going to say, uh, Sammy, you've been to once or twice. Mm-hmm. But you've not, but not in depth. You went there for a, a job on occasion, but you didn't have time to explore. 
you're a dwarf on a mission. It was an interview, but you didn't actually get it. Exactly, exactly. Oh. I mean, it looks so nice. You wanted to work there, but just... That's happened the to me worst way too when many they times. Give you three callbacks and you still don't get the gig. And yeah. then you have to like keep emailing them. Or in mm. this in this world, I have to keep attaching a note to a rock and firing it from a hundred <laughs> yards away through their window. Trained cave lizards. Trained cave lizards. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> they went in a different direction. <laughs> but don't worry. They'll keep it on file just in case. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to thank you to thank them for their time <laughs> I'm not going to do that cave lizard <laughs> and you continue on your travels mm-hmm. and that first day is uneventful you leave in, left in the morning and you spent most of the day walking uh, talking I'm assuming or just walking in silence is up to you oh yeah Sammy's an open book <laughs> you want to know stuff about Sammy Sammy's like yeah yeah this is great y'all are the greatest this, <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> And then at the end of the day, he starts talking as if this has been proposed and accepted and is just normal, spitballing ideas about what our adventuring party is named. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he is the anti-Tagos, and I will enjoy playing him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. And you guys continue traveling. And it turns to night, and you guys, I'm assuming at some point, decide to get some sleep. Yes. Where do you set up? Do you find a nice place to set up camp? Like uh, a nice somewhere, open field? No, no, no. Somewhere near a cave. Somewhere near a yes, rock. Yes, somewhere rocky. Very, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you do so. Nice hard ground. Oh, yeah. Who takes first watch? What about the rock stompers? What about the gravel chewers? Ooh, what about the uh, sky killers? Because it it means that we like we know the sky, and we know how to kill it. So it makes sense we're out here. Are you? Are you still talking? I'll take first watch. Good. But I'll take last watch so I can start breakfast early. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. What about the podcast recorders? What about <laughs> the? Three nerds. What about? <laughs> I throw okay. a rock at his head. <laughs> what about the rock heads? That's a great idea. It's ironic. <laughs> Ow, I'm bleeding. That's not a name. That's. Yep. Oh, so, I'm dizzy. So Do a better job keeping watch. <laughs> Failing really bad. <laughs> gonna put this in your report. It's going to be in your permanent record. <sighs> What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Miri just chuckles to herself as she's obviously like just hit this guy's paranoia. <laughs> Betrayed on all sides. All <laughs> sides. Side. All right. <gasps> Octo rock. So Sammy. Many different uh, rocks. Eight different rocks. One bulbous head of rock. <laughs> Octo Rock, that's our name. Go on. <laughs> All right. Are you writing that? Down. No, I'm just, I'm just, Octo I'm reading notes. Rock. <laughs> Octo Rock. <laughs> oh, each eight heads. Oh, that's perfect. I'm gonna write that down. Anyway, so Sammy, do you know how Octobi work? Okay, let's go on. Yeah, yeah. Sammy, mm-hmm. you have an uneventful watch. 
Nothing seems to grab you. And you go to wake up uh, Miri. Vanguard. What? Hi. Um, it's, uh, I'm fine, by the way. I, the bleeding stopped. Um, it's your turn for watch. And I think you're going to do a great job. Didn't need yeah. your vote of encouragement. But you got it. Thumbs up. Thumbs towards the sky, which we should not fear. I, I, I won't. Good, good night. Glad I'm going to sleep because I feel really drowsy after that rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, Mary is doing second watch. And Mary, as you're looking around, wondering if anything at all is going on, roll a d12 for me, please. Oh, boy. And dice roller and d12. 12. Okay. Second well, then. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as, you're, as you're looking around, you notice something, some movement among the the weird things called trees mm. around the bushes. And you know it's because you rolled a 12. You notice one, two, no, three. What are they, like squirrels? I heard about squirrels. Little squirrels don't have multiple legs, long bodies. Oh, those are giant centipedes. Yeah. Three uh. giant centipedes start shittering towards in your direction. Yeah. Uh. I throw another rock at Sammy. Oh, oh, no. What? Sorry, I've been my turn. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, schoolmaster. I'm sorry. Um, you missed sorry, those. What? And uh, Mary points at... It's been like two hours since Sammy went to sleep, mm. but it still feels good to blame him. <laughs> and she's pointing at these centipedes that are crawling towards them as she goes to wake up uh, Dundum. Yeah. Um, Dundum, he kicks you awake? Yep. No, no, no. Just more heat. What? What? I point at centipedes. Oh, yeah, there's your breakfast. But first, we got to deal with it. Hey, Zeus, we're on a rock and I'm finding a high place. Mm -hmm. I'm scrambling up high. All right. So that's we're we're starting with action. So that's your move action to move. Yeah. How do we do initiative? Let's do this. Okay, initiative is uh, heroes go first. Enemies go after that. You guys can go in any order you want. So since you declared right off the bat that you want to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, then you go first. You have, let me get this sheet. All right, so you have one attack action, one defend action, and one move action. You already use your move action, so you can choose to attack or defend. You can attack and defend. Uh, attack is, as you can guess, an attack with your weapon. Defend is interesting. Basically, uh, everyone can defend. And what the, def- what the defend action does is if you succeed on it, on this phase... You remove the, a num, uh, a partic- an attack from the enemy. So if everyone, yeah, so if everyone had defended, uh, if there were a low number of enemies and if everyone defended properly, the enemy wouldn't get the attacks during their phase. Oh, which interesting. Is, yeah, so basically shows like you guys defended against whatever they would have thrown at you. Hmm. So of, my, I'm sorry, go on. You know, and, uh, but also defend can be used for other actions as well. Like, for example, uh, usually if someone, if you had a ranged weapon and you wanted to reload it, you would have to use either an attack, defend, or move action. Of course, you as the scouter type person, uh, David, have an uh, ability where basically you can ha- you, you can reload as a free action instead. All right. Things of that so, sort. Yeah. Uh, declaration of intent. Mm-hmm. Create as because I see there's no move. You know, like there's no range. Whatever. I want to create as much space between me and the enemy as possible so that I can attack twice, so that they cannot, as far as I know, seeing them scurry, 
They cannot scurry up to me. You cannot attack twice per turn. It says I can use defend action as a ranged attack. Oh, oh right. Oh, right, your special ability. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, then you can technically do that. You're right. So my objective is to not use my defend ability, but to scamper up to a high place and then take out my... Um, special weapon okay so you only have one move action per turn okay so you can move a maximum of 30 so basically uh, like i know it's theater of the mind but basically you can move 30 feet away with your move action as far away as possible as far away as possible shoot at them okay yeah so we're gonna say you go up a rock and now go ahead and try to attack Uh, however what are you using uh i am going to use because i don't have the stats here so i'm going to use my crossbow yep because my slings yeah. and arrows of outrageous fortune is a slingshot, unless you want to say it counts as well as a crossbow. It can, it can, it, it can count as a crossbow if you want, no problem. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? It's yeah. fantasy. I want to play a yeah. goddamn fantasy game for once in my life. <laughs> um, and I do, not the one that I run. Yep. Um, so slings and arrows of outrageous fortune is because I load a rock into a, yep. uh, into a slingshot peel it back like uh, Dennis the Menace, and then when it fires, it's a slow-mo shot of the rock firing out, splintering into different fragments of sharp rock, and then transforming into rock-based arrows that shoot (laughs) towards my enemy. Okay, that definitely works out. So roll damage. Oh, right. Uh, First, you need to roll a d12 to make sure if you hit the thing. Okay. The way uh, to attack a creature, you basically have to roll the d12 and hope you hit uh, at or above, I believe at or above, their combat rating. So, so for, in this case, a ranged of d8. What is that? That's mean? only for damage. That only counts for damage. If oh, you okay. So I'm going so d12. Got just it. roll a d12, it. and for this particular enemy, you need to roll a 6 or higher. 11. Uh, you hit that particular enemy. Roll, uh, roll your damage. So that's a d8. Mm-hmm. All just right. a straight d8, and just roll it. Mm-hmm. Eight! Seriously? Eight damage. Okay. Well, wait, that wait, happened. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see it. No, no, no. I, we believe you. Uh, describe don't. how you I'm kill- a liar and a thief. Don't. <laughs> don't believe me. The, that first shot, uh, you hear, you see that centipede, giant centipede creature uh, go up on its, half of it go up, and it's about to screech or maybe spit something, and that arrow goes through most of it and out the back of it, and it topples to the ground dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the things that land behind it as it goes through its body, mm-hmm. harmless rocks. <laughs> okay, now let's see. You have a you because of your ability, you can use your defend action to attack again. You can also, but you would also need to reload. But you can reload as a free action because of who you are. Mm-hmm. So you can use it instead of using defend. If you wish, you can use it to attack instead. And using defend does what again? Basically, if you decide to use a defend action uh, and you succeed, you remove one of the enemy's attacks. Oh, I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna do that instead? Okay, roll uh-huh. a d12 for me. Okay, cool. I got a five. No, no, t- does not succeed. Okay. And so that was your move, your attack, and your defend action. You mm-hmm. are done. Cool. All right, who wants to go next? Oh, what about fortitude? Uh, fortitude? What's mm-hmm. the uh, stat we can spend? Vitality. Resolve. That only adds oh, 1d4 to your rolls. I can spend if you want to use it. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, you can use it after the roll if you wish. It's up to you. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. Yep. Um, okay. Jesus, how cl- are are these things close enough that I could attack with a melee weapon, or do I need to yeah, use my move action? Uh, 
I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna say that because of your high roll, you know they're far enough away, the that that you first notice them coming at you. Okay. I'm gonna I'm, what I'm gonna say is uh, because you rolled a net twelve. Uh, I'm gonna say that they're close enough to use melee if you wish. Cool. Like you you prepared yourself to go in melee range. Yes. I love it. So I am going to just, so I, I take my, well, I, yeah, I was on watch. So I pull off the, the hammer in one hand and my shield in the other. And, uh, I give a mighty yell as I am trying to bring my hammer down on one of these centipede heads. Roll it. 10. All right. How much damage do you do? I do 1d8. And. One. You crush one of its legs, but it has so many more. It does have a lot. Yep. Um, so and then what I would like 99. to do is... um, mm-hmm. What? It has 99 legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you crush its favorite leg. Yeah, yeah, take that. It, it's going to be a lefty from now on. Deal with it. And uh, so, all right, that, you know... I, you know the, the the ground it's softer than i am used to so you know a little off balance that's what that the if anyone asks that's what happened uh and as the uh centipede you know probably rears up and is like very angry that i took away its favorite leg um i am going to hold up my shield and because i did not have to move i get an extra defend action this round nice very nice all right so do you want to use both your defend actions i do Okay, so roll for, roll two d12s and tell me what you get for each. All right. All right, I get an eight on one and a nine on the other. Okay, you defend against both. So uh-huh. on their turn, they're not going to get any types of attacks on any of you. As you're basically the shield against the foe. Nicely you're done. welcome, All right. everyone. All right, so Nicely that just done. leaves Dan, yeah. Yeah, uh, Dundum, he, uh, he gets up, he looks around, he just has a big old smile on his face, and he reaches into his pack next to him where the uh, hilt of that weapon is showing and pulls it out. And it is, you know, it is a, a hilt like that of a sword or, a, you know, a, a long sword or, or, or broadsword. Uh, but then where a blade would be is actually a very large, thick uh, jet black cast iron pan <laughs> and he's like breakfast is served and just rushes in with that with his weapon the pan of puissance uh puissance i don't know how the hell that's pronounced puissance, um, i think i think puissance, yeah. yeah uh and just lays into the it's, it's poo-poo platter yeah the poo-poo ah! platter. there we go uh, uh yeah just lays into the nearest uh the nearest centipede all right rolling a d12 and just straight out misses because the ground is soft. I'm using that same excuse. I got it too. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. So you you miss with that one shot. You still have you still have a defend act. Well, which you don't need because uh, your vanguard basically is blocking all the shots. Yeah. So I, I waste. So can my, you do anything? So I, can you technically do anything else? I don't think not so. Not really. Right? No. I don't. I don't have the uh, uh, the weird eco- action economy you guys have. I just get to do more so damage if I hit. Uh, that's true. So yeah. Oh wait, actually no, no, that's different. Dum dum, you may use a defend action as a combat action. That's All one right, of your traits. I'm, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. That is an eleven to hit. Okay. How much damage do you do? Let's find out. I roll. And remember, 10. because of your ability, you can hmm. use a vitality to increase damage. Yeah. yeah sure. Why not? Vitality is okay. cheap. And so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna spend one vitality to erase the damage to whatever this is by five. I have mm-hmm. rolled a nine, uh, dealing fourteen points of damage and reducing. Oh I assume the centipede to a fine mist. 
no, I think the proper term is puree. Yeah, puree. In, in your go. case, yep. you scrape uh, it, you crush it, and then <laughs> scrape it into the pan. Yeah, yeah basically, he, like that first swing just goes wild. Arrgh! And as he's kind of trying to get his balance, he raises a pan up high above his head and brings it down uh, along the edge, literally cleaving the thing in half the long way round. <laughs> nice. And uh, since the enemy has no actions, and I'm going to just say you guys kill the last centipede. How do you kill off the last of this of the centipede creatures? As it tries to spit at you with some sort of acid spit. Oh. I was going to say I'm going to pin its mouth shut with my hammer. Oh, nice. And yeah, you, you pin its mouth uh, shut and just... Go ahead. Allowing you, other you, people to, to oh, get yeah, in okay. killing blows. So, um, so Mira? Miram? Miri. Sorry. Miri. Uh, pins the uh, the centipede's mouth shut with her hammer. A arrow streaks out from, uh, or a sequence of rocks that are very sharp streak out from the night and then pin it to the ground just in time for uh, uh, the chef to do what? Uh, the chef just, uh, he steps up behind it and... Uh, Immediately goes like, and you got to tenderize these uh, just to get the flavor out. And just starts slamming it down on it repeatedly with the flat uh, the flat side of the pan until it is as close to paper thin as he can get it. <laughs> Are you making a schnitzel out of... Because I'm down. I am here for schnitzel uh, from Centipede. Centipede schnitzel. <laughs> schnitzel peed. <laughs> Hey, Zeus, this is what your players want. <laughs> yeah. All right. You craft a snizzle pee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to assume you're going to use it to cook. I am, in fact. Yeah, he is going to, uh, once this is over, well, I guess I'm already up, so I might as well. And he just starts <laughs> uh, uh, basically stripping them, you know, pulling off the uh, the plates, the, the, the armored plates of the centipedes on the back. He's like, now, the, the trick to getting the venom out, and you want to get the venom out because you boil that for about 20 minutes, a little bit of salt, and then you strain it through some rocks, and it adds just the right kick. And uh, it removes most of the poison. I mean, your lips will tingle for a few days, but it's fine. It's a tingle as well as you know it's working. And uh, he's just cracking open the parts and uh, going just like, ah, there we go. And just got to squeeze. And there's just like a spurt of the uh, of the venom into the pan. Like, ah, there we go. There we go. Let me just get some fire going. Anyway, he's going to cook. There's a whole system. All right. This. Yep. And Why now you have a so special. Awful? <laughs> now you now as a chef, you have a mos- ability called monstrous delicacies, yes. which if you roll uh, roll your d12 and we'll see what happens. You, basically, you if you guys succeed, do this. I'll be right back. Yep. yep. If you if you if you succeed, everyone gets one extra resolve. Yeah. If you fail, fun stuff happens. Fun stuff. All right. <laughs> let's see here what we get. That is a seven. You and that's your secondary skill, right? Uh, yes. Which I think requires a second. You succeed. Everyone gets one extra resolve. Sweet. Yay. Yeah, Ooh, it, it's it. delicious and spicy. And just <laughs> the right level of crunch. <laughs> if you if you eat it just right, you gotta you gotta get it all in one bite and then you, you can feel the legs kinda of tickle when they go down. Yeah. It's an insect, so it's still kind of alive. I mean, was it ever really alive? I mean, are insects really living? I think of them more as kind of just particularly wiggly plants. <laughs> that's that's that that is that is incorrect. No, no, no. This is a vegan meal. <laughs> <laughs>
So we sleep. Yep. Sleep I'm assuming you guys get some sleep after that battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yeah, it's like I did my job. I watched. Good yeah, night, all. Yeah. I finish off with my shift and just take the time during my shift to you know make breakfast. So when they wake up, to the sizzling, delicious smells of fried centipede, uh, sautéed in their own venom. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten worse in real life. I have eaten worse. <laughs> so, no, according to my role, apparently it's delicious, and you feel great. Hell yes. And off we go to the town of I didn't write it down. Rye. 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 Sorry. Even I forgot. Rye. That's yes. in the whiskey. Yes. Right, 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 right. That's correct. I should know that. That's, that's why I use that specific reference. It's like, which one will David? Ah, like the whiskey. And yeah, after that little adventure, you guys continue traveling. Two more days of traveling. There are no more random encounters along the way. Until you eventually see the smallish town of uh, Rye. Housing, you assume, maybe four or five hundred people. Uh, all of Ugh, them uh, people, <laughs> humans. Uh, yeah, are they all six feet away or more? <laughs> <laughs> and as you go through, it's it's. I wouldn't call it cosmopolitan, but you do see the odd uh, elf. Ooh. You know they have business in the area. Oh, look at the elf! <laughs> oh, aren't you fancy? <laughs> And you go to the, the large gates and you see a couple of human guards looking at you. Uh, business, says one tallish guard. Yes. What is your business? Business related. Money is business and business is... Okay, look, I got stuck with this job for my boss. I need to find some people that are my people that came in here. They might have come in here, and I just got to be able to say, hey, I checked it out, and we didn't find anybody. I just want to go back to the stone. I feel like I'm going to fall up every time I think I'm going to sleep. I feel like I'm going to be eaten by a goddamn dragon. Y'all have dragons out here, right? Fucking dragons? We don't have dragons. I just... I just need to be able to tell my boss I tried. Give me a roll. Business. <laughs> Business. Now, can I spend fortitude or whatever? Resolve. <laughs> yeah, you, resolve. You can resolve to roll oh, to add additional 1d4, but you can do it after the roll, so I suggest right. you save it. <laughs> because we're stubborn, right? Yeah. So this is a d... D12, yep. All right, cool. But it's a social interaction. So you would add so a, your add actual D4. D4. Yeah, so you, so you yeah. automatically add a D4, yeah. All right, cool. I think we're really abusing this. And yeah. people who know this system are going to be listening and screaming. <laughs> but hey. That's the final know? experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah. David, first fucking day. Again. <laughs> Fuck everything. Guys, guys, I don't know what it is about this D20 that wants to escape or D12 that wants to escape. Like, you never roll me. Why are you rolling me now? Leave me alone. (laughs) So that's a snake, guys. Oh. Um, Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. David, man, 
<laughs> How? Just... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You you think yeah, there, there's... for a second <laughs> that this this <laughs> fucking glory? For those listening not... in, he rolled a one on his d12 and a one on his d4. Give him a total of. Could you could you actually tell the listeners what you got, uh, David? Two, but with okay. an umlaut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two. Mm. Yep. And as you're there, it's like, mm, you're right, you are on business. Mm-hmm. Which means, of course, which means you have to file the paperwork. You did file the paperwork, right? Uh, <laughs> you didn't file the paperwork? Okay, we well, I can't. I can't. Uh, 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 no, no, sir. No, that's no, racist. Listen, ask for listen I apologize, but here in a human town, we write it on a thing called paper with a quill. Obviously, you don't have it on you being a dwarf. So, what I'm going to have to say to you, sir, I'm sorry, sir, is that I'm going to have to go back uh, to my officer. He's going to go, the officer's going to talk to the head of the mayor, and the mayor is going to go through the various amounts of paperwork to try to find the proper particular paperwork for you. So, I suggest you stay out here, perhaps camp out for, and he looks at the sun tomorrow, and by then I'll have the paperwork for you. So if wait, you can wait, 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 quick camp over quick, there. Quick question. Uh, oh, look at the paper. time on my no. skin. I better paper. go. Good night. Is that, is that printed? <coughs> is that printed on the sky thorns? And you see two other guards stand in front of the gate. Well, this is going Hi. well. I'm Hi. so glad that you have proven your worth for coming along on this trip. <clears throat> I return to my compatriots. <laughs> And you hear one of, another guard go like, uh, we suggest you go off on the side of the road over there, uh, sirs, uh, to uh, make sure you don't uh, stop any traffic. So good news. Mm-hmm. We're on a short list to be accepted into the town. Right. And, and how long does it take to get off of the list? Shorter than if we were orcs. Except orcs would just 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 walk in. They would try. Anyways, over here is where we can stay. I'm gonna try something. You guys are okay. ready to move. Uh oh. <laughs> I love this. Oh yes, no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh so these are these are guards. Are these yes. guards wearing armor? Yes, they are. Um, I, 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 I've established, I'm very passionate about armor and uh, I'm going to assume that these, I'm hoping <laughs> that these gentlemen are very passionate about that, which protects them from things like wandering orcs and that sort of thing. So, uh, Jesus, I would like to use my Kindle passion secondary skill as a scholar to talk to these gentlemen for 10 minutes about the fine armor that they are wearing, obviously the best that Rai has to offer, and hopefully distract them so my compatriots can sneak in. Let me see the Kindle passion power real quick. Basically, it's I can talk if I can talk at Ooh. for at least ten minutes on a subject of your studies. I make a challenge risk test, and if I succeed, the listener gains an appreciation for the subject and wants more. Interesting. Now, normally this would be a secondary skill, but you're using armor, so I'm going to allow it as a primary skill. So you now this is going to be a risky test, but you uh, you succeed on a five to twelve. Okay, and um, resolve can be spent after the roll. It can be spent after the roll, just in case. All right, let's go. D, 12. Boom, boom. 11. 
So I've heard of this tale of this strange uh, substance that uh, powerful dwarves have called mithril. Is it yes. as protective as I've heard? Like, we do and ha- do you have that? I mean, I don't have it on me because, of uh, course, there's what? nothing that dangerous in rye. Am I right? Oh, I mean, yeah, this so is far, a nice, but, I mean, like, I'm sure you guys barely ever have anything to do, right? No, well, the odd bandit or two, somebody who a drunk. But if we had mithril, like, we could, like, I... I thought about being an adventurer, but I'd need the armor for it. I can't use just use regular steel armor. Can you use regular steel armor to be an adventurer? I don't, and well, you see that. Co- <laughs> yeah, and you see that conversation happen. Yep. yep. So yeah, uh, Mary is uh, just off and, and chatting. I mean, I was going to be an adventurer, but then I got an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're that guy. Oh yeah, I'm that guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to stroll into the town while she's got him distracted. And they're all super distracted on her. Uh, quick, quick uh, note, D- Dave. I, I just took I, I took a picture of the uh, roll that you put on screen before, and I just took mm-hmm. a very closer look at that picture. Uh, that D twelve that you're rolling, it's it's a jet black D twelve. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you may want to take a closer look at ah! the numbers on it. Oh no! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh my god! This from my old one dice pack. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, David has a dad that is oh, literally all ones, and yeah, he used that. Tweet that and be like, take a real close look at that die. <laughs> oh my god. This was fate. This was fate. David's looking away, like, is looking away in shame. Just in shame. Wow. Oh, David. Poor David. That's amazing. <laughs> I. I wonder how long it would have gone on if I had pointed it out, too. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I was like, I, yeah, because the, the thing dings, you know, it's like, oh, hey, there's a tweet. So I looked at it, and at first glance, even I didn't notice anything. It wasn't you pointed it out. That's yeah, amazing. I looked at it, and I was like, there's a lot of sevens. On those. Wait, no, those aren't so sevens. So oh. here's the thing. Um, there are a bunch of um, dark red dice right next to it. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't notice they were different colors. <laughs> so I thought I was pulling from the same pile. Mm. That's from my all ones category. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I figured we'd probably actually want you to roll well at least once this game. So I think I'd point it out. The GM would appreciate it, yes. I will still accept my double ones. <laughs> yeah, no, that's oh you, yeah, you no, that's that that's there, that's there forever. So <laughs> <is> my shame. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, yes. So the two of you are going through, uh, filling out paperwork. <laughs> filling out paperwork. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> and then I see uh, my compatriots sneaking through. And I, um, so my character is, uh, very much, um, what he is. So you leave, uh, the, um, you know, the portcullis that divides the town and enter into the town, leaving behind, uh, Sammy, who is furiously working out paperwork. And as you turn the corner, Sammy is there arguing with or like cajoling one of the uh the the merchants that offers just 
general wares about a pot and pan and laughing to him and then turns around and says, oh, there you are. Because I refused. <laughs> because I want to always play that character. Okay. So, so question. So, Dum Dum and Sammy went through. Miri, how are you getting through? Because you're the one distracting the guards. Um. Shit, that's right. Hmm. So, no, this is just what my... The, the, I've got other things to do tonight, Jesus. So I'm just going to leave my character here. Um, <laughs> um, Mary is hoping that they are... Uh, oh, yeah, she is actually going to... <laughs> what is she going to do? I think she's just... I, she is going to try to bluff her way through, basically. Is, you know, reaching the natural end of the conversation. Because uh, these also aren't the guys, technically, that said that they had to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping they're... You know, we, we've had such a great time that she's just going to say, Well, uh, I've really appreciated our our talk here. Uh, I think that uh, we've, re- we've come to understand that there's actually a lot more similarities between humans and dwarves and our appreciation for fine metals that we may have thought before. So uh, if you don't mind me, gentlemen, I'm just going oh, to Oh, of course, of course. Way. Yes, please, please. Go, go, go. Yeah. I mean, you gave us a lot to think about. I mean. And wow. hey, if you are uh, ever near uh, near where I call home, you know, the rock that I call home, look me up. I'll hook you oh. up with uh, maybe not some mithril because, you know, obviously. Oh, well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I mean, I'll, I'll take a look. You know, I see a couple of, of, of notches here in this armor that I think I could hammer out real well if oh, yeah, I had yeah. my, my forge. Oh, definitely. Because uh, don't tell anyone, the, the blacksmith's here is, is crap. Mm. Ornery mm. bastard. But anyway, uh, talk to you later. Yes, absolutely. Yep. yep. Cut to yep. around the corner as you and Dan's character. I'm talking to the blacksmith. blacksmith. No, I absolutely trust your wares. I think that they're <laughs> probably the finest in all of rye. Oh, how much? 200 gold. Well, I feel like that might be a bit of a steal on my part. Oh, my friends are here. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> are you talking Stop. to me, my character? <laughs> yes. Whichever one works. Hey, guys, this is Dan, the AKA the bad boy of Fandible. I'm here to uh, ask you guys for money, basically. We're, we're here uh, because we're doing this out of love. We're doing this. We've got shows. If you liked what you just heard, we probably have more just like it. If you didn't like what you just heard, we have way more that's not like it. We have so much stuff, and we've given it all out to you because we love you. We love you. We do it out of love. But guess what? Love don't pay the bills. If you go to patreon.com slash Fandible, and you donate a little sum-sum for us, we might just have a little sum-sum for you. If you can't, that's fine, because, did I mention, we love you. And you can go to Twitter, find Fandible there. You can go to Facebook, search for Fandible there. Listen, just search for Fandible. Whatever pops up, it's probably ours, and you should probably subscribe, like, link, share, etc. Do it, because we love you. <laughs>